TSN's Jack Armstrong of Face you will see on TSN this Wednesday, November 22nd, when the Raptors take on the Knicks once again. Thanks for joining us, Jack. I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Heading out, heading to the old stomping grounds, I see. But, you know, when you talk about this group and the injuries that they've had to face with DeLon, with Norm, and yesterday Serge Ibaka sitting out, uh, you know, when you look at the young guys in the second unit and the way that they've had to step up, Dwayne Casey has to be very confident with the depth he has. Yeah, no, it's really uh, worked out. I think uh, the fact that they committed to this in the preseason and made those guys a, a, a part of what they were doing, I think really helps uh, their own confidence in themselves as players. And I thought Dwayne made some interesting comments yesterday after the game, you know, just saying, hey, you know, I, I think the trust factor that Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan have, and more importantly, that, that it's growing, uh, really helps as well. Like kind of, you know, when you've been able to mix and match these guys so much, um, in, in the preseason and early part of the regular season, I think now those two guys see that, hey, you know what, those guys can play. Like, uh, you know, hey, man, I look around, I got a chance. I, if I trust these guys, you know, we got a chance. So, okay. And I think if you see Lauer, uh, particularly DeRozan's assist numbers, and particularly early in games, uh, to me, I think that's, that's been a, a really cool development. And, and, and I think Lowry really enjoys uh, when he sees DeLon Wright and uh, Fred Van Vliet have success. And he really enjoys when he hooks up uh, Nagara, Pirtle, Siakam. Uh, he's constantly looking for those guys and uh, has supreme trust in them. And I think that creates team, that creates we, that creates us. And that's the sport we're in. This isn't tennis or golf. It's a team sport. And you got to have belief in each other. You got to have guys that buy into what they're doing and and what uh, what the game plan is for the team, not for themselves. And I think uh, the last few games uh, you've started to see a group of guys buying into what they're doing, and more importantly, trusting in each other and buying into each other. As it turned out last night, Jack missing. Sergi Baca wasn't such a bad thing. Pascal Siakam steps up, does a fantastic job on Kristaps Porzingis, but it's now the second time in about a month that the knee issue has flared up for Siakam. He hasn't looked like himself, at least not entirely here early in the season. How much of a concern should this be at this point? Well, I, I, you know, I don't know anything about the knee. Uh, the, the concern I have is when he does play, he needs to play better. Uh, point blank, bottom line. Uh, they need more energy from him. Um, uh, you know, I mean, maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I don't need a, a six foot ten jump shooter. I need a, a bad dude who's rebounding, blocking shots, running the floor, playing with great energy. And, yeah, if you give me some occasional threes, I'll take that. But I need the other stuff. That's the stuff I want from my four. I want a bad dude who's going to guard people and do those things and then give me the, also the, 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 the cherry on top of the, uh, the cupcake. Uh, you know, along with all that, uh, you're going to give me the ability to stretch the floor as a stretch four. But I want the other stuff. And I think that's the thing. They thought they were getting when they traded for him, and that's the thing they thought they were getting when they signed him. 
to stay. And you gotta get you gotta get more of that on a consistent basis because there there are times honestly that Pascal Siakam's outplaying them. And to me, I think uh, you know again being blunt, uh, that that's something that uh, is concerning. Uh, I think it's a great thing that Siakam is playing at times better. Uh, but on the other hand, you, you have a major organizational commitment financially to a guy. And, uh, again, I don't know anything about the Nice issue. At, uh, but bottom line, when he does play and you lace him up, he's got to play better. And I think if he does, this team becomes that much better. Jack, lots of positive of late for the Raptors in terms of what they're doing. Um, not trying to rail on anyone's parade, but you kind of touched on with Serge, but they're 26th in the league in rebounding. What do you think this team has do collectively with the pieces they have to get better in that department? Yeah, well, that's a, that's a big part of it. You know, you need your fours and fives to be, you know, to be warriors on the glass. That, uh, you know, they got to go get it. You know, sometimes it's not just going to come to you. You got to go get it. You got to be physical, and you got to have a nose for it. You got to go get it. And there's no doubt that Serge Ibaka, if you look at what he's been able to do in his career, he's been that kind of guy to do that. And they need him to get back to the level we know he can be at. And I'm sure he's the first guy that would tell you that that he wants to get to that level and needs to get to that level. But I thought last night against a good offensive rebounding team, they held their own. I thought Valanciunas was was very, very physical with Cantor, who's a terrific offensive rebounder. Uh, Lowry and you know Van Vliet, those guys are tough little guys, man. They stick their nose in there. Lorenzo Brown, uh, I thought you know uh, Siakam played his tail off. Uh, you know Pirtle. Naguera, I mean, Naguera, I mean, what, he had four blocks early on. He also had two deflections. You know, forget the crazy threes that he missed. <laughs> but, I mean, I thought he played super hard. And um, But you need, you know, you're going to need that. you got to rebound the ball. And I think that's something that, uh, you know, this team beyond Valanciunas is kind of a little bit slight. And they're not the greatest at blocking people out. Uh, but they got to get better at that uh, because, you know, it really hurt them in Boston. It really hurt them in San Antonio. And quite frankly, those are two games that, you know, if they rebound the ball, they would have won. You're listening to Home Court on TSN 1050. Kayla Gray, Josh Lundberg, Dwayne Watson, and on the line, TSN's Raptors analyst Jack Armstrong. Now, Jack, you know, we talked about all these pieces. It seems as though Kyle Lowry has finally arrived this year. What else does this team need? Ooh, uh, I think they need what we saw last night as a habit, uh, and that is playing hard. I mean, really playing hard. I mean, I think if you look at the loss to the Celtics on Sunday, and I said it on the air a few times this week, they got outplayed. They just got outworked. I mean, when you don't have Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward, you know, you should win that game. And they didn't because the Celtics in the hunger categories, beat the Raptors. They beat them on the glass, and they turned them over more. They just played with more of an edge. And to me, and yeah, it came down to one shot and one play. Well, when that happens, you put yourself in that position. you got to live with the result then. So I, I think that you see the Celtics Thursday night beat the Warriors. Why'd they beat them? They're not beating them with their offense. They're beating them with energy and effort and toughness. And I think if you look at the Raptors last night, they absolutely jumped the Knicks last night. I mean, they played hard. They were up into Porzingis. They were up under them. They were just relentless. And to me, 
you know, I, I think if the Raptors play with that kind of energy and enthusiasm and toughness, you know, they could be very, very effective and, and efficient and good. I mean, and the offense, again, I mentioned this before, we're starting to see some buy-in in terms of the ball humming and the style of play that they're playing and, and, and what they're trying to do. I think guys are starting to see what the vision is now. And uh, I just think if they can if they can really be one of those teams that's like junkyard dog, hungry, that kind of stuff, man, uh, they could be good. Jack, we're short on time, but I want to ask you about the small forward position. Norman Powell will be back soon, but OG Ananobi has done a nice job in the starting lineup, and of course, C.J. Miles is playing well uh, as well. What do you do there when Powell comes back? Uh, what would I do? I, I think that you know when a guy's a truly established, then the guy gets his spot back. Like With all due respect to Pascal Siakam, Abak is a truly established pro. And uh, you got to give him a chance to have his name announced. But again, if he doesn't play the way he's capable of, then you got to be quick with the hook. Um, on the other hand, I think with a guy like Norman Powell, he's not an established pro. He's still a guy. He got he got his money. Congratulations. But now you know he's got to play better. And I don't think he played to his level on both sides of the ball early in the year. And I would go with, with uh, O.G. Ananobi to start games. I think uh, you look at the matchup tomorrow with Anato Porter, who's a terrific three, and, and you know Kelly Oubre Jr. Uh, those are really good threes. I like both of them a lot. So I, I would personally do that, and I would get Norman Powell with the second unit. And I think with uh, DeLon Wright banged up right now, you know I think Norman Powell gives uh, another you know ball handling semi presence. Uh, with that second unit, but he's got to be a guy that understands what the other four guys are doing. That unit's all about moving it, cutting, screening, passing, uh, energy, and he's got to match that with that group if he does play with that group. And I think there are times that Norm has a little bit of, uh, he wears blinders sometimes and he gets uh, one-dimensional when he plays, and when he's at his best, his awareness levels off the charts, and he's he's aware of what the other four guys he's playing with are doing. And to play with that second unit, you got to be that kind of guy. I think DeRozan plays so much better as an overall player when he plays with that group. Uh, Lowry has it in him to do that, and you see that he loves doing that. And uh, you know, so I think for Powell, that's going to be an adjustment. The first unit sometimes can be a little bit static and stagnant. And uh, I think it might help Norman get out of his funk, and it might help him uh, play better.